Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a podcast that what? You cannot? You can't live without. Do you believe that? Yes, I believe. <clears throat> I, I Absolutely. We, talk, we talked about it two weeks ago. I, I love it because... I, I believe it because we were talking about the essence of life, the, a relationship with the Holy Spirit. That's everything, everything to me. We had a good conversation before we started, right? You hear this music in the background, I, right? I, I do. Who loves you, pretty baby? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't love know. your mama. Uh, all right, let me just get, let me let, let it kick in one time, and then we're going to start here. Here it comes. When tears are in your eyes and you can't find way. Oh. Did you hear that one? Tears are in your eyes and you can't find your own way. Is yes. that the right noise? Yeah, that, I believe it is. <clears throat> All I love right. that song. We had a lot of great conversation. Man, we, here's, here's, I want people to know what's going on here before we start. Uh, we kind of catch up on the week because we're all both very busy. You're very busy counseling. My gosh, you're so busy. It's not even funny. I think this is the busiest you've ever been in your life. I'm talking about hours of, of, of doing things. Oh, you me? Yeah. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, pretty busy. I, I used to be able to call you any time of the day and you'd answer. <laughs> now it's just like, okay, yeah, I can't gotta, talk right now. Got <laughs> to find that 10 minutes, yeah. I, I actually, that's funny when you say that. I, I, don't, I don't think I think about myself as being busy. <clears throat> I'm, but I am. I mean, I'm. I'm very busy. There's a lot going on, but I'm enjoying it, no. and so I don't really think about it in terms of. You know, and, and when I usually think about the term busy, I think you know things that are distracting and keeping you from doing the stuff you want to do. But pretty much, I'm doing everything that I want to do almost all day, every day. That's great. You know, writing, counseling, um, meeting folks. All right, so I want to talk about this, and I and we, I kind of cut you short with some stories you were telling me. I said, "This this does stop because you might intertwine mm-hmm. what you're saying into what, what I'm going to talk about." But I want because you asked me, "What about you? What's going on?" And I want to kind of bring it up uh, right now um, about this week. First of all, here's what here's what the subject's going to be, and we'll see where this is the Holy Spirit's going to lead because it's a Holy Spirit led conversation. We really don't know where it goes, but we pray before we get going, and we just ask the prodding and the leading of the Holy Spirit because we believe the Holy Spirit is constantly speaking to us, constantly speaking to us, and it is an exercise to try to follow him where uh, he's leading. And it's not easy all the time. Mm, no. Okay? A, lot of, a lot of interference is coming in uh, in our daily lives. Here's the, here's the subject. We're going to talk about diagnosis and then the cure. Mm-hmm. Diagnosis and cure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. This would be interesting because I don't diagnose. You don't. <laughs> no. You don't diagnose in your counseling. No. Okay. That's no, I'm, interesting. I'm not. Uh, I was. That's funny. It's so weird because I. I just had that word and that thought came through. Like, I do not do that. I do not do it. Um, now some people do. A lot of people do. They live and die off of that. But I. Of I the diagnosis. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me tell you what happened to me. Okay. Uh. So. And you don't even know this. You, right. you know a little bit of it, but you really don't know the extent. I, for the past three months, man, I, I've had extraordinary pain in my knee. I can't sleep. I can't walk. I sit down. I, I, I can't. I'm limping. My leg, what's oh, on my, my left, le- left leg, left knee. My right leg is hurting now because of the way I have to walk. 
I'm just in, in excruciating pain. I went uh, to the knee doctor, whatever you call it, whatever you call those guys, and he gave me cortisone. Last time I got cortisone in my knee was three years ago. So he said, oh, that's pretty good. I still have cartilage in my knee. He just says it's just arthritis. I got, so three year, three months ago, I got the injection, and then I, I'm just, I'm, I'm in total pain. So I did something, right, so that was the diagnosis. I said, do I need another knee? He goes, no, you got cartilage. If you want another knee, I'll give you another knee. I said, I don't want another knee. I said, what can I do? He goes, you can get, I can inject this foreign object in your knee, and it should make you feel better. Three months later, it's killing me, killing me. Can't sleep, lots of, and lots of anxiety on it. <clears throat> I'm getting ready to make another appointment, and here, all right, so that was the diagnosis. So just, you know, come on in and get the injection. And then I thought out of the box, okay, uh, maybe there's another cure. And yesterday, I went to an acupuncture place, and they did acupuncture. I don't want to get into what the acupuncture is, but for most people know, they stick needles in you. I was in a total foreign land, okay? I'm just telling the lady, hey, listen, first of all, I don't even know what you're going to do. Whose idea was this? Me. You, Maybe the Holy Spirit. I don't know. You came up. You came up with the idea. Of I just said something has to happen. Hmm. Okay, something has to happen. And acupuncture came to your mind. Well, yeah, holistic, holistic healing. So I went to her. It was really. It was one of the few times in your life that you're walking into. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> and I told her. I said, "Listen, I'm looking at the vibe. I'm saying, oh, you do massage here?" She goes, "No." I said, "This table looks like a massage table." Well, it is a massage table, but okay. I'm, uh, uh-huh. So she sticks these needles in me. Did it hurt? No, 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 pinched a couple times, but you know, it was, she was fine. She was very calming. She puts like 20, 25 needles in me all over my body, from my neck to my toe to my arms, everywhere. And okay, I'm sitting there going, okay, now what? You know, she's finished. And she goes, okay, I'll be back in 30 minutes. Okay, so I didn't even know that was going to happen. So I sit there for 30 minutes. Leave the needles in you? Yeah. And she leaves. It's just, I'm supposed to just relax. Are you lying on your back or you're. On, on my back. Okay. And she comes back. Are they playing that that funky music? Yeah, just, like massage. Yeah, it was music. Yeah, that, that yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm gonna put a, a, a tape on so I can hear my music. But anyway, <laughs> uh, she comes, takes the needles out, and I'm looking at her like, okay, would you like to make another appointment? It's it's moving so fast at this point. I'm going. Well, do uh, you think I should? She goes, yeah, let's do it for four days from now. I didn't have the time to ask her, well, how many times do I have to come? Or is this, I didn't even know if it was working. Here's the bottom line. It really did hurt. It really did help. It really, I spent two hours playing, two two hours and 15 minutes on the court last night. Uh, I knew I was not going to be able to walk this morning. And I feel 80% better. So, I got the diagnosis. I'm not saying acupuncture is the cure, but it did help. And I did have to stick a foreign object in my body. But I say that whole story because here's the Did thing. you say you didn't have to stick I, a foreign object uh, in your body? Yeah. The, the, your whole body was full of needles. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. No, no, but here, here, here's my comparison here. You know, sometimes we go to the Holy Spirit, okay? Right. And you, you'll say stuff like, you know, why am I like this? Or why do I do this? And... And the diagnosis a lot of times is, well, you know, Nick, uh, you grew up with this or you experienced this or you had this hurt in your life or blah, blah, whatever the, the story is for everybody. And, and, and maybe that's the diagnosis, but the diagnosis does not lead to the cure. 
you may be prone for one kind of action that you do in your life and you can't understand one of one of mine i'll just be transparent as we've talked about this is just kind of overeating and eating more than you should and you've given me your uh diagnosis of what you believe okay but the cure is not the diagnosis the cure is and that's what i want to talk about mm. how we come to the cure of the things that that we have revelation to why we're doing things you know we do that unconsciously why why is my knee hurting why am I more prone to drinking more? Why am I prone to pornography? Why why do I cheat? Why do I lie? Why am I stingy? Why fill in the blank, okay? Mm. And we think about it, people that want to be good people, you know, we want a good life. We think about it. We may come up with an answer, but that answer is not the cure. And that's where I want to go. And you face it every day with the people you're talking about. I mean, is there cures to in your counseling? Are you giving a cure to to the problems that that people are coming to you with? Uh, am I giving a cure to them, or an avenue to the cure? Hmm. Well, I'm trying to think of the, the the way to the way to handle the word diagnosis. Okay, because the way that you just said it, I think. Well, I do a lot of that. The way that I was thinking about it was, you know, classically, you go to a doctor and the the, the diagnosis is, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You've got a heart condition or you've got, uh, you know, your, your knee is torn up or whatever. And or in, in counseling, there's this whole manual called the diagnostic manual, DMS for statistics and I don't, I don't remember I, I actually so there you go it tells you how much I use it um, but but it's full of like it's it's, it's the manual it's though. a it's a phone book an old old fashioned phone book size looking thing that's full of all these um, explanations like what PTSD is and right. if you have this many symptoms it equals PTSD or bipolar or, or um, um, what do you call that uh where you BPD was it uh, uh, crap anyway OCD BPD yeah, all yeah. these different uh, um, problems and I just don't think about people like that like reducing it to like okay well you're a narcissist or you have bipolar or you have borderline personality disorder which is BPD or you have OCD I, I, I don't look at it that way I see the I see the thing on the front and then I then I try to get people um, to understand what might be underneath of it. Okay, so I think that's going both ways. Yeah, I'm not sure you get to the cure without without having some revelation about source. Like, what's what's the problem? What's the real problem underneath the problem? I think the reason the DMS uh, keeps growing is DMS? The, the the diagnostic manual. Okay. Uh, for uh, for counseling, the reason it keeps getting bigger is because there's a, in, in general, there's more and more of a rejection of the true underlying uh, disquiet in every human soul. We're all disquieted from the time we're born because we're born for God, but we don't have a relationship with God. You are actually born to be connected to God, but you don't have Him. And so that's uh, tr traumatic. And uh, we've talked about this you know, a few times recently. So underneath, you know, underneath every every ill, we would say there's a 
the, the world is a fallen place and we we have a theory of, of how that happened um, there's a temptation that there's a fall there's a you know there's a severing of relationship with God and then there's disquiet that's echoed out down through the centuries and and here we are so when, when I try to help you get back to the the thing I want to go back to the thing that's really the thing and the, the thing that's really the thing isn't I have anxiety or I have bipolar or I have that's why I hate when people say stuff like that because they'll make themselves into the diagnosis mm. I mean you're not a sore knee you know in, in psychology once you put a label on somebody like that um, now you're a narcissist now you're bipolar now you're I mean it's an identity message and and that happens, I guess, in the in the physical side. Sure. Like you can become your diagnosis. You have MS. Yeah. I mean, it, these things are hard to live with. There's no no doubt about it. Or you have cystic fibrosis. So you're CF. Oh, so you're not a hurt knee. I got you now. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yes. Like, so that's not who you are. Yeah, the temptation is to turn oh, somebody wow. into the diagnosis. Oh, like, wow. You know, you're you're oh. bipolar. You're a narcissist. You're whatever. And that's your identity. Um, yeah, that's your identity. Which I guess same thing happened. Like I said, I, you, I, I think I said in an episode a while back, and somebody corrected me on this. I called a, I called a kid a Downs kid. I said a kid, a, a, a Downs kid was singing. This is long. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone corrected me and said, I think probably that would be offensive uh, to somebody who has a, a a child with Down syndrome. They're not a Downs kid. They're a child that has Down syndrome. That's great. And, and it was, that was a great example. I, I was identifying. I was making sure. identity. Sure. And that's, that's not right. <laughs> you don't want identity. But to, to answer your question, like, I'm fascinated that you, you had this idea to go this whole different route because I think most people who come to see me do think that I'm going to give them a cure. They, I mean, you don't go see a counselor so that you don't get better. <laughs> I, I have a problem. I want it resolved. But most of the time when I'm talking to somebody, it's going to take an alternate route to get where they're going. You know, it's not necessarily wow. the straight, straight up way. Well, you're anxious. Well, you need to be calm. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. Well, modern medicine and psychology has answers to that. They would go, well, take an anti-anxiety pill. Right. You know, there's there's lots of them out there, or or and or practice breathing techniques that will make you calmer, okay, and now you'll be calm, and so and then your anxiousness will go away. Well, I mean, you see problems with that. Like, how, where did the anxiety come from in the first place? Where did the knee problem come from in the first place? That requires some analysis. Mm. And some diagnosis before you say, okay, well, now you just go in and replace the knee. Well, okay. Well, maybe not, because maybe you replace the knee, and if the problem is uh, that if the problem is that you have a back problem, <laughs> and your and your frame is out of alignment, right, right. your knee's going to get jacked up, even if you right. get a new knee. Right. Right. Anyways, follow what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sure. So when you come across something that's unconventional and sounds weird, like it's at I'm not trying to, I'm not laughing. I'm actually very happy that you did that uh, acupuncture. Um, it takes some convincing for most people to try an alternate route. They, they're, they're like, 
they don't want to believe you. They actually do want the pill. They do want the cure. They, they, want, the, um, they want the breathing exercise. And what we have to offer in the, in the best friend and the Holy Spirit, and this is where I think, I think the cure is always going to be coming into alignment with your true identity and who heaven calls you and you knowing God. And that's what the Holy Spirit can do for you. Um, I think he often does that through these places. That That's a place to meet him. Mm. To go, oh, I'm, I'm very anxious. And I got I to gotta confess, like this happened to me last night. It's interesting this came up because just this morning, um, I get in bed last night with tea and uh, a lot of things went down yesterday uh, with uh, grandbaby and traveling and stuff here and there. Mm. And so... She gets in bed and and puts her head on my shoulder and says, um, "I'm just feeling really anxious." And I go, "Now, <laughs> I see people all day who are anxious, right? But but this is my wife, right? And uh, you know, not that I don't love the people that I see, but I'm I'm sleeping with my wife and she's lying there right there saying she's anxious. I don't want her to be anxious. I actually do want to cure her. Mm-hmm. So you know what I say to her." I say, here, practice this breathing technique. Seriously? Yeah. I go, practice this here. Concentrate on the out breath. Blow it out as long and low as you can. Think about it. Wow. Concentrate. Do it, you know. And that will, I mean, that is a form of relaxation that works. It actually works in a lot of cases. It'll make you more mindful. It'll help you be present in your present. Okay. This morning I got up and the very first thought I had was that was that was crap what you did with your wife. That was that was actually not what you do. It's not what you believe. Um, what you really should have said, and I told her this on our way to work out. Um, I said I really should have told you. What I should have told you is, you take those deep breaths and on your on your out breath while you're thinking about that, I want you to invite in our best friend. And I want him, I want you to, t- I want him to tell you who you are and remind you that you're a daughter of God because he's the only one that can say that to you. And when he says that to you, you'll find the way to your calm. You'll find your way to it. It won't be because of breathing. It'll be because of the presence of the Holy Spirit and his voice, and him reminding you of who you are. You know, I, I do not want to get people to cures. I want to get people to him. There is no cure without him. Well, I'll submit that when you uh, woke up this morning, uh, that was not your thought. We talk about things that are in our head. It's uh, us, maybe the deceiver, whatever you want to call Satan, or the spirit. Well, that was definitely the spirit that said the word that that gets your attention. That was crap. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. speaks our language, right? Yeah. Doesn't speak. Uh, he speaks to us in in our the language that we're going to understand. Yeah. Well, and, he challenged my he challenged my belief system. You know, it's like did you did that? Remember, you did. I'm like, yeah. Is that what you really believe? Right. Is that what really worked for you? And it, it didn't work for me. It didn't. The only thing that worked and quote unquote worked for me was the Holy Spirit telling me who I am, telling me that he has it, telling me that he will take it. He will take your anxiety. 
He'll take your pain, that thing. It's an alternate route. Like the the, the thing that happened to you. Like people people would rather get a direct result. They would rather get their knee replaced than go get acupuncture. They they would rather because it's it's more conventional. It's more like because acupuncture isn't going to work the same way. You're probably going to have to repeat it. Right. You're probably going to have to go back and right. and you're going to have to actually deal with some other things probably right. that aren't necessarily conventional. I like that you said holistic. We're looking at holistic. Right. We're looking at wholeness. Well, listen, this is. Let me just. We'll, we'll land it right right here. It was very interesting in this respect. <clears throat> just as we uh, ask people to believe that the spirit is speaking to you, follow what I'm going to say now. That the spirit is speaking to you, and it is. It is, sounds foreign when we say there's a person living inside of you that wants to have a relationship and talk to you i was walking into that place and i was saying dude you're going to throw some needles in me chinese blah 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 she was telling me i was asking about the history i said oh my gosh okay and i had to believe i had this has been around i've heard about it i'm just going to relax and i'm going to trust and believe that this can happen i'm just equating it to this if you're sitting here sitting wherever you're sitting and you're hearing this conversation and Ron just said hey, you believe the cure is first you got to get your identity and know who you are and the Holy Spirit has to tell you there's a there's a there is a you have to take that first step of faith even and you kind of just kind of believe it like I believe like sitting in there and getting needles put into me that actually did pinch a little bit I said hey is this gonna hurt she says, well, it might pinch a little bit. Okay, wait, wait, am I going to get an answer from the Holy Spirit right away? Well, you might just have to just wait for a second, mm-hmm. you know. Get a pinch. You might get a pinch, right. <laughs> get a pinch. So, that's it. Why don't you close it with whatever you're going to say? No, I think you said it. Acupuncture is the way. <laughs> Let the Holy Spirit give you the pinch. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who... The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>